And again, you're listening to Arts on Fire here on WRFA. Jason Sample in the studio with you. We're continuing our series of artist profiles here, talking with various visual artists from around the Chautauqua region. And right now, we are going to be talking with Leslie Calamari, who is a local painter and artist from the Jamestown area. Leslie, thanks for taking time out and talking with us today. Well, I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Right on. So, yeah, I got that right. You are from the uh, Jamestown area, right? You haven't moved away? You're, you're still no, I haven't. Neck. I am still uh, living in Jamestown, happily. right? And and we'll we'll talk a little bit about your uh, your business and operation as well. We've had you on the air in the past talking about Chautauqua Art Gallery down in Lakewood, and we'll we'll give you a, a plug on that at the tail end of this conversation and, and remind our Great. listeners of where that's located. So uh, we'll get to that. But but I always open up these conversations with the initial question is just to have you tell us a little bit about the the kind of artwork you make, the kind of artwork you make, and do you have a, a specific medium you prefer to work in or a style you try to follow? Well, sure, um, I do. I've been primarily working in watercolor painting in recent years. I also do some some oil painting, and I dabble in other areas too, but I'd say my primary focus in the past several years at least has been in watercolor. I mostly focus on uh, regional landscapes as my subject matter. I'm really influenced by, you know, the different areas we have in in and around Chautauqua County from over towards Lake Erie to the other side of the county where there's the hills and it's a little little bit more mountainous maybe, and the creeks and the valleys in between. We just have a really wide variety of landscape here. It's very unique, and that is really what's inspiring my work at the moment. All right. You mentioned that you have leaned more toward watercolor in recent years compared to the other uh, types of uh, painting that you can do. Why do, why do you make this kind of—why did you select uh, watercolor and, and also the subject matter? Well, I don't, I don't have a— one specific reason, I suppose, I've always found watercolor more challenging than other painting mediums. I remember taking watercolor classes when I was in art school and college and just feeling like it was harder to master. And I got it in my head a couple of years ago that I would just start practicing and seeing where it led. And I was finally able to kind of come up with a style on my own through a lot of trial and error that I really appreciated working in. Um, I think I've also had the opportunity to view other people's watercolor work and their landscapes that have uh, really influenced me and I've really appreciated and kind of given me a jumping off point to get started in my own work. All right. And how much time do you spend working on your uh, your art? Well, I spend as much time as I can, really. I have children at home and a family, and I um, have a lot to focus on there, um, but I spend, uh, try to spend my days when I can working in my art gallery in my studio, so I, as you started to mention earlier, have an art gallery in Lakewood, so when I'm there during my business hours, I'm also in the studio there getting some painting done. Okay, so you don't really have a, a set rigid schedule. You know, some artists really try to follow the rule of try to be uh, creative at least one hour a day or two hours a day, but you don't really have a, a strict rigid rule to follow or schedule to follow. It's really more or less as time allows. Yes, it is. And I think with uh, kids, especially young kids, that's where a lot of a lot of artists probably end up. I hope uh, there's a point in my life where I will have, you know, more specific time periods um, where I'll be able to, to really focus on that on a daily basis. But right now, it's um, I'm consistent when the galleries 
open, you know, the days of the week that we have there are consistent. So that's my, my time where I can really focus on artwork. All right. Your, your subject matter focuses a lot on landscape. So how does that process work out? Do you Obviously, if you're working in the studio, you're not able to be on location and, and working from, uh, you know, the eyesight in terms of what you want to put down on on your paintings. You you take a photo ahead of time and then paint, or how does that work? Uh, yes, I do. I take a photograph almost all the time. I love to sketch when I can, but time is limited. So I uh, usually drive around with either my good camera or my cell phone camera. And oftentimes I'm just on my way somewhere during my day and I pull over on the side of the road and take photographs of just everyday scenes that, you know, we sometimes overlook because we're just so used to being surrounded by these landscapes when we live here that we kind of drive by them sometimes and don't give them a second glance. So I try to capture those images and then help us you know focus more on them and really appreciate the the beauty of what we have around us here in this area and a lot of times that's just scenes by the road if I'm out for a walk I always have a camera with me you know wherever I go and so I have a end up with kind of a bank of images that I can go back and look through and feel what's inspiring and and go back to things when I have time really or a certain time of day that you prefer? I know that oftentimes an artist will say that the lighting is, is best, you know, right before sunset or the shadows fall perfectly at, at a specific time of day. Is, is there, you know, a specific time that you try to go out and, and look for these things or is it really uh, just whenever your schedule allows? Usually it's when the schedule allows. Occasionally if I get something, uh, you know, specific in my head, I can sort of schedule around some things and make it a point to uh, be somewhere at a specific time. But as you said, lighting is really crucial, I think, to any artist, especially in in painting and in landscape work. And I kind of, sometimes I shy away from the more striking images, and I really find myself needing to push more towards uh, photographing and painting landscapes in the early hours or in the evening hours, you you know, to try to get unique colors maybe from the sunset or the different colors you'll get from shadows at the different times of day. So that does kind of provide a unique challenge, and I try to capture those images when I can because it really pushes pushes me as an artist um, to to kind of break through some standard um, kind of color schemes that that I end up falling into. All right. Again, we're talking with Leslie Calamari. She is a local artist here in the Jamestown area. We're continuing our series of artist profiles this summer here on Arts on Fire. And uh, Leslie, you know, one of the things um, that I'm always interested in is just the background and and the training or education that artists have received. Have you been formally trained as an artist or is it something that's always come naturally to you since you were young and just slowly evolved over time? Well, I've always loved artwork, I think, from an early age and was very involved in it growing up in middle school and high school. And I had really great teachers at uh, Casadega Valley that really encouraged uh, creativity, I think. And um, after that, I guess you would say I did have a a formal training because I went to art school um, in Rochester at RIT and graduated with an art degree uh, from there and moved on into the professional world. And I've always painted and shown my work in galleries and also been able to maintain um, day jobs that were very 
creative and had some sort of artistic influence in them as well. All right. And what about artists that have inspired you? Are there any set of artists or an artist in particular who has inspired you? And if so, uh, why or how have they inspired you in your work? Oh, geez, I think there's a wide variety for that. Um, More and more recently, I'm inspired by other area artists that I've gotten to know over the past couple years just from the, the local art scene. I suppose you'd say. Uh, I think everybody here has a real drive and passion for the area we live in. And even if we all work in different mediums, just that energy has been really inspiring to get to um, to get to know those other artists. Uh, there's artists, I think, throughout time that I find inspiring. They may not be my specific style necessarily in watercolor landscapes, but there's a lot of different uh, Dutch Renaissance artists and um, just stories of women artists throughout time that, you know, just even their life has been really inspiring and interesting to think about. I think for just the way I work in the style that I work in, I've really appreciated American um, precisionist painters, which was a movement from the 20s and 30s. And some of the more famous names from that are Edward Hopper, mm-hmm. Charles Sheeler, and even um, Georgia O'Keeffe. That's not what she's best known for, but she was kind of in that circle and part of that movement as well. Yeah, you mentioned Edward Hopper and my question earlier about getting the light the right time of day. He's one of the artists that I I think about most when I think of the artist that was able to uh, really capture landscapes at at the perfect time of day, no matter, you know, what time it was when the light just hit a building just right or or he was somehow able to uh, capture that. So one of my favorites and Glad you mentioned his name. So, so you know, it's it's, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's one thing to uh, say, well, these are the artists that inspire me, but it's another thing to for other people to see a certain artist in your own artwork. So do you find other people comparing your work to other artists? And if so, who, who are some of the artists you've been compared to? Oh, you know, I don't know if there's one or two that jump out at me that come all the time, but I have had people compare my work to other artists in the past, and that's always very flattering uh, to have to have someone say that, especially if it's an artist I admire. I think I've heard Edward Hopper a time or two with a couple specific pieces I've done. Um, they don't all kind of fall in that vein, um, but it, it has been been very flattering and really a, a jumping off point for a conversation with a lot of people when you can talk about different artists like that. Sure. So, so is there a particular piece or series of pieces that you are most proud of? Oh dear, <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Uh, I think there's a couple that stand out that I've done um, of the Chautauqua Gorge that I I really appreciate myself, and a couple others uh, that I've worked on of Chautauqua Lake, uh, and I think that's all because of the focus they've all had on water, and just it's been a interesting challenge I think for myself to focus on painting water and the the different reflections and kind of layers of colors that go into that. So I'm always really excited when I work on one of those paintings and it it comes out really well. All right. And I I know also just from uh, seeing some of your work that you also focus on buildings and and structures and and familiar ones in the community. And that's always great to see. I know that you've done the uh, the Anthony Hotel out at Chautauqua, for example, Uh, even the Main Street Bridge here in Jamestown. 
when when you focus on that kind of work, is it because of the historical relevance of the piece that makes you say, "Wow, I really, I really should try to paint this," or is it something else beyond that where you uh, decide to choose a uh, you know a, a man-made object as opposed to just a uh, a landscape? Well, some. Sometimes it's a little beyond that because occasionally they're commissions. <laughs> oh, well, that always helps, right? <laughs> yes, it does. Uh, the Anthonyum Hotel, for example, I I also really love to do, uh, especially watercolor commissions of buildings and house portraits for people. Uh, they they're fun. They make great gifts, and people always are really excited about them when they when they've been completed. Uh, other ones like the uh, the train station in the bridge in Jamestown are just things that I'm attracted to naturally. I love architecture and I especially love to paint some of those man-made architectural structures and how they fit into our natural environment. So I've almost looked at it as if I'm sort of framing the environment around it and, and looking at it in a bigger sense. Um, also when I paint those sort of more industrial sort of settings it kind of gives me a chance to point out some places, um, much like the landscapes that I point out beside the road and, and things that are overlooked. Um, some of those areas, you know, are historical and they're important and they really make our area what it is and give us a history, but we don't often think of them as exciting, important, and beautiful places. So I, I try to bring that out in some of my um, industrial landscapes as well. Super, super. So, you know, one of the uh, one of the questions I always like to ask artists is, is just uh, their thoughts on art in general. Why do you think art is import- important in our community? Well, I think art is kind of one of the things that creates a, a community. You know, we all have areas that we live in and we all, you know, work close by and have homes here. But part of our community is getting out and sharing these experiences with each other and visual arts in performing arts are really uh, a big part of that and how we connect with each other and experience the world around us together and have conversations about it. So I I think you don't really have a very rich community unless you have the arts is, is a real integral part of that shared experience with each other. All right. And, and just on the other side of that coin, why do you, what do you hope people will get from seeing your own personal artwork? Well, I hope they just feel connected to the area we're in and feel more connected to each other. There's just It's just a common thread, the work that I they do, and the, the paintings that I try to paint are the common threads in all of our lives. So, you know, we have that connection to each other and the places that we live and the places we transverse and, and see every day. Um, even though we have a lot of different lives here and things going on in our lives, uh, you know, as opposed to our neighbors and other people in our community, these places that we experience really can bring us together and give us a connection to each other. Super. I guess my, my, my final question is this, where can people find out about your artwork, uh, either find it online or in person, and learn more about you as an artist? Oh, okay, great. Well, I've been fortunate to host my own art gallery since 2018, and that is Chautauqua Art Gallery, and that's on Chautauqua Avenue in Lakewood, just past the the bell tower there. And you can find my artwork there, as well as artwork of right now about 20 local artists from our area. And you can stop down um, 
Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, or Saturday between five, or between what are our hours? <laughs> Ten and five. Um, otherwise, we also have a website, which is ChautauquaArtGallery.com, and you can view our artwork there as well. Very good. I, I think all my questions are satisfied. Is there anything else you want to add? Geez, I don't think so. I just appreciate the opportunity you've, you've given us to come on and talk to you about our artwork and the, the experiences we have as artists living here in, in the Chautauqua area. Well, I'm happy to, to share that information with our listeners, that's for sure. And with that being said, thank you so much for uh, talking with us and, and sharing your own personal story here in Arts on Fire. Leslie Calamari, thanks for talking with us today on WRFA. Thank you, Jason.